There he is. Here I am. Alright, we're here. Alright guys, well, um, first off, we want to welcome you to the first podcast of Tactical Clever Football, All Things Footy, with TCF. Um, what is TCF? Who are we? We're going to answer all these questions. What's the purpose of this, of this podcast? But um, we're going to answer all these questions and we're really excited. Uh, first off, I'm Joseph Terry, and along with me is my good friend, someone who's been with uh, with me every step of the way of tactical fo- clever football, TCFOG, as we would say. But uh, it's Polly Apostolopoulos. Everybody, give him a round of applause. Yes, yes, thank you. No, thank yeah. you. Thanks for having me, brother. Um, Absolutely. Now I'm excited. I mean, we've been talking about this podcast for months now, you know, so good to finally get it going. Yeah, man, we've been tossing up the idea for a little bit. And uh, I mean, now in this time of quarantine, which is something we're going to be talking about as well, is, you know, the perfect time to do it. We got the time, no excuses. So here we are. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So what is TCF? Um, we were talking about this earlier, weren't we? We were saying, you know, what, what, what are, what is it? And, uh, basically it's two guys that are just, we're footy junkies. We love football. Uh, we've, we've kind of been through a whole, a whole journey together. We got a big story and you guys will will learn a little bit about that throughout the podcast. Um, we'll, we'll touch on that. And yeah, we're just two guys playing that love football. We play football love talking about it um and at the same time we we like to help out we've done some projects in the past uh mainly the awareness campaign where we uh raised money and uh you know sent it to a less fortunate club out in Samoa and that was fun wasn't it oh man that was that was awesome I mean I I didn't think it would ever work out the way it did and just seeing the smile on their faces at the end was was special man it was awesome yeah it was cool and like just to hear like you know that what we did raise uh paid for the club fees in Samoa I mean you would never think there would be a football league in Samoa but there's a fully functioning football league in Samoa so if you haven't heard about that if you didn't know we did stuff like that go check it out on our Instagram uh it's at tactical clever football and also go look at the club Lapia FC so pretty cool stuff um yeah uh Paul and I you want to tell them how, like how we met, how like how how all that started? Yeah, well, we met in England. I think we we're I was fifteen, you were sixteen. Uh, we we're at trial at Derby County, and uh, came across the only other American there at, at lunch. Yeah, it, yeah, it was my first day, and I tore, I tore my uh, I pulled my glute as a sixteen-year-old. If you could if you could like imagine that, it was that day we did that long like it was a big fitness run. And I just got picked up in the airport and then went and done a fitness test. And on the very last turn, that was just blew the glue and then devastated at lunch. And then there you were. Yeah, <laughs> there I was, a little, an angel, right? <laughs> yeah, man. That and uh, oh, what was the Canadian's name? Uh, I think Danny, right? Danny was his Danny. Name. Yeah, Danny. Man, yeah. Uh, those, uh, that was the crew for that summer. Uh, what, what experience that was. Um, yeah, man. And then, man, we went 
all over the place. Kind of what uh, eventually what our one of our journeys we had together um, is what started this whole thing. Or you know, you kind of you started the, uh, like our journey a little bit. Yeah. Uh, basically, this pod, basically this podcast. You know, as we're sharing our opinions, we're also going to be just jamming FM at the same time. Paul and I love Football Manager. If you don't know about it, then uh, I mean that's your problem. You know, you got to get on that. Uh, it's uh, it's the best game. And Paul introduced it to me. We want to tell him about uh, where that was and uh, what that place entailed for us. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I've been playing Football Manager since 2014. That's when I was in. <laughs> I mean, I'm still learning the game. I mean, it's that in depth, you know, it's that kind of game. It's so realistic. It has everything. I mean, for me, it's the best simulation game out there. I don't think there's anything that can match it. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I introduced it to you when we were uh, in preseason at Reddit United together. We were living. uh, Well, no, actually, it was was a time – it was before that, wasn't it? It was when you were playing in uh, – oh, where were you playing? And start with the B, no? And I went and visited you for – it was when one of the summers I was there, and you were uh, – oh, man, what was – Brackley, Brackley Town. Oh, really? You, sh- that when you, you show- Well, you showed me the game, and I was like, wow, <laughs> this man's so bored. <laughs> I was like, there's just no way. Uh and so then the following, well, I think it was either the following summer or maybe, or maybe two summers, but then we were in Redditch. And right. then, yeah, yeah, you introduced me a game and wow, uh, what a town, what a club. Yeah, man, what an experience that was. And if you think about our whole journey, it's been crazy. We even in Colorado met up, you know, you went to school over at Regis and I was playing Academy, you know, for the rush. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's been a crazy journey if you think about it like we've always kind of found our way together through it all <laughs> definitely definitely yeah we we definitely have found our way and uh i mean it's uh the future is is you know I, there's a lot of things out in the future i'm excited so um yeah what are we going to talk about today uh we got a few topics of the day um this is kind of generally how this podcast will go you know we we will pick you know today topics and discuss them and um we, we'll do a few other fun things um and i should probably mention that now yeah actually is with all this time this is a crazy time with the coronavirus covid19 uh everybody's on lockdown ex- well except for except for iowa which is you know where you are mm-hmm. um that's that's me yeah, that's great well hopefully that stays that way but if for all you footy fanatics out there, your favorite managers, what four managers would you spend quarantine with? So give that a thought and uh, uh, give that a thought, Polly. And at the end, I'll, I'll see what, what you got for me. You okay. know? Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, like I said, we are, we are playing football manager right now um, that, as we're talking. So you want to tell them about where, where we are in this save? Um, and where we're coaching and what's the objective of this save yeah yeah i mean well we just started about i mean we started the save a week ago and we're about five days in on the game or so yeah so i think this will be this will be our longest time playing uh, of the save today for sure um so i think you got a job where second division in sweden right 
I'm correct. No, thir- third division, but literally on its way out. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's where you started your uh, career at. I mean, we started what low license, low reputation. That's just kind of the yeah. way to do it, you know, start from the bottom to riches save. Um, right now I'm still unemployed. I'm looking for a job. I might, I'm looking at a few teams in Finland here, but yeah, I mean, okay. the goal of the save is whoever wins the champions league wins basically. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're really starting from the bottom. And then, you know, hopefully, eventually, we'll be in the Champions League final. That is the goal. And it's, it's funny that you're, you, you maybe got a job in Finland because that was our first save together yeah, and that's in Reddit. Yeah, our best save together, too. I think we've had two in Finland, and they've been most exciting. So we, ha- we, are, we actually have had two. Yeah, one in New Zealand as well. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was uh, – yeah, some, some some unreal moments. Uh, I mean, that first one, we were in Redditch. We were staying in the Holiday Inn. I was sleeping on your your pull-out couch. Yeah. And we were we were just going through preseason with Redditch United. Uh, yeah. Well, man, what an interesting town. And play. You introduced me a football uh, football manager. I was SJK, and you were Inner Turku, right? Yeah, and that's actually the team I'm applying for right now. So small world, small world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember if I went on to. I I know I like my SJK team was filled with ballers. Especially shout out to Billy Ions. If you're ever listening to our podcast, <laughs> please please send me a jersey because I want to wear it while I'm playing. <laughs> like. Has to happen. He was unstoppable with SJK. Definitely. Also, real quick, yeah. So I am at a club in Sweden. To be honest with you, I don't even know how to pronounce the club. So that's a problem. But half those clubs are so hard to pronounce. Yeah, it's like I be. Oh no! What has happened? Ah, the game spat me out. We're gonna have to redo that. But we can keep talking. It's all good. Yeah, but I'm at IB something, and it just, uh, yeah, it just now spat me out. I don't know what happened there, but I guess we can go into our topics of the day. Um, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we we want to, you know, big thing right now, especially from uh, being us and from the U.S. Um, is the U.S. Academy system deciding to terminate the league? I mean, what the hell? That's that's just crazy. That came out. I mean, man came out of nowhere they said it was because of you know this whole thing going on with the COVID-19 and I understand that but yeah I don't think I've ever heard of a youth league just you know stopping in fact I like United the, the America is just notorious for leagues just ending isn't it yeah I mean of all countries the one country you'd expect to not basically rip apart their youth system is the U.S. you know We've been, mm-hmm. been talking about player development for years and how it hasn't been good enough and haven't been giving enough opportunity to young players. And then to see this was really just, honestly, it was shocking. I still don't know what to think about. I've been talking to former coaches and players, and everybody is just shocked. Nobody, nobody can believe what's happened. And I hope they, you know, recover properly. I hear there's going to be some sort of MLS youth league, which, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I assume that'll be treated as the top tier, you know, in this country for youth players. And then when you you have other, other 
programs like you know Shattuck St. Mary's or this new Barcelona Academy in Arizona? Like what? Yeah. You know, are they going to bring a few of the bigger academies that are not MLS into the MLS system? See, like yeah. See, I've heard I've heard rumors about that too. Like that they would be looking into doing that, but obviously. It's such a big league. I can't even tell you how many clubs are in that league. We both played in that league. Yeah. Um, it's more country the size of you know the U.S. It's so hard to spread thirty teams out into a league. What so is Miami FC going to be playing Portland? You know, or are they going to split into regions? With yeah, I think. Well, I think for the MLS, it's just going to probably have the same structure. I would think it would have the same structure as you know the you know the. First team in MLS. It has so to. there's going to be Eastern and Western Conference. They play, and then they same playoff system, you know, year round. The MLS ones, they'll be fully funded. You know, they'll be flying to games. That's I think that's the, you know, purpose of the doing MLS. In fact, one of the MLS coaches talked about that. Uh, Real Salt Lake's manager. I, I read an article, and he was saying he he was feeling. And this guy's real cool. I actually like this manager's journey. He started in, I want to say he started in at the RSL Academy when it was in Arizona okay. and then stayed with it and um, with it when it moved to back like to Utah and Real Salt Lake. And from there became the Real Marnock, Real Marnock's coach in the USL. Oh, wow. Did really well. And then now is the first team. So he, he all the way up from the bottom of the club. Uh, you know, doing with youth and then all the way to first team. So really cool journey. But he, he said he was feeling this happening for a while. He thought the MLS academies were outgrowing the, the USDA. Um, all right. And, he, and that made, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I think they should be only MLS teams should be playing MLS teams and then, you know, international friendlies, which is something they were mentioning as well. Um, I think, I think it should be that way. But when you end a league, you're 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 leaving out so many, um, so many clubs, right? Like it's the, that so that, yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna it, it's gonna hurt. Like you don't know how uh, they're gonna recover from that. Yeah, that's been the big question. I don't think there's really an answer for it. I think they're still you know talking about that as we speak. You know with with those teams that aren't MLS but still have been really successful through mm-hmm. academy. So I assume, you know, the better players will want to join the MLS teams so they'd be the strongest. And then after that, maybe they'll form their own little league and then there will be club and all that. That's my... Well, I, I mean, guess. I know there's always... I mean, basically how when this stuff works, uh, then whatever was the second highest league, which I believe is ECNL, uh, yeah. then they will, they will, you know, so I would assume that just ECNL will absorb all those clubs, but I mean, surely, I mean, surely there's still like, there's still people that are going to be left out. I mean, I, I, that's the only way I see it. I think I see a bunch of clubs maybe in the same area, maybe merging together to kind of work together, you know, towards a common goal. I don't know, but it's just really interesting stuff. I mean, really abrupt. And, uh, I don't know how that really affects you know, uh, our youth system in the immediate term, long term, I can see it become that, you know, then it's going to be more of a, a structure, you know, MLS is the highest 
USL has academy systems now. They're starting to grow into that. So maybe it'll have like USL uh, academy system, MLS academy system, and then basically the pro, all the pro teams that we're you know still getting will have their own youth system, just kind of like how it is the rest of the world. Um, but it's just going to take time to get to that. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you know, the system, you know, I don't think matters too much. You know, the Premier League, La Liga, whatever. It's just the coaching that's the biggest deal. You know, the mm-hmm. coaching here in this country. I, I think needs to improve a bit, but that's what develops players. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. system, I don't think it matters too much, but you want it to be organized still. Yeah, you don't, you don't really ever want to see leagues ending. It just looks like you're unorganized pretty much. Um, yeah, really, that's, it's a really interesting topic. Excited to kind of see what it turns into. But on a whole different topic, I'm back into the game, and I've already made my first signing. Uh, and I know I brought I brought it back to the red, white, and blue. I signed a 31 year old American, Colin Warner. Um, Warner, yeah, I actually know him. <laughs> oh, see how yeah, about yeah? It went, looks like he played at Minnesota. Yeah, he was a no, he was a Colorado Rush alumni. He came to a few of our sessions. I remember. Oh, wow. um, I think we got drafted to is it Houston maybe but yeah, he's played all over the MLS uh, let's see here it looks I mean according to football manager which is typically always very right uh, he was at the Rapids U23s for a bit Portland Timber U23s and then he got drafted by here it says Real Salt Lake um, okay. then spent a lone season in the USL uh, after Real Salt Lake, he went to Montreal Impact, Toronto, Houston, uh, spent some time at Houston's USL team. Minnesota was recently playing in Denmark. And then now your boy has just signed him. So four-star recruit here, uh, by the way. Good play. I'm surprised he found him. That's crazy, actually. Yeah, box. <laughs> I needed a box-to-box midfielder. We're struggling tactically. Um, yeah, taken over, we've taken over midway in the season. So um, real tough, real tough. It is tough. I just uh, took the Turku or inter Turku job. Congratulations. We like to hear that. Back on, back in. Back in Finland for the third time here to event. <laughs> hey, I think third time is, uh, you know, it, it, it's your time. Third time's your time to do it. I, I really hope so. <laughs> you got to look out for, uh, I don't even think he's at AC Ulu because that was our second Finland save, AC Ulu. That's and, right. I had that Mexican. Oh, what was his name? Oh, you'll just have to go look on AC Ulu. Maybe I'm pretty sure in real life he's playing in Belarus now, which is actually the only running league right now in the world. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, I read something like the president said, oh man, he said something crazy. Something like, you know, uh, I can't even, I, I'm not, I don't want to misquote him, but it was, it, I read it and I was just like, wow. That's that's definitely a Belarus right there, like in the in one quote. The Belarusians, you know, they're they're ruthless. They're yeah, going all. If you can walk, you can play, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't see him. I forget his name, man. I forget. He was a good left back, right? Yeah. Uh, wait the Me- the Mexican player. Yeah. For- no, no, that's that was like a. I had a Mexican American guy as well, Josu Soto, but this was a Ford. And it was Maureen. Maureen was his last name. Yeah, I remember. My, and I played my classic formation, four three three narrow, 
And I just with three strikers, yeah, that's yeah, deadly. I just pumped the team. I just pumped them. That was awesome. Um, yeah, speaking of quarantine and you know, uh, man, I mean, football is on a just a complete halt. Yeah, I mean, there's no timetable, which is you know the scary part about this all. But I'm hearing you know encouraging news slowly, like they're thinking about restarting the league with no fans, maybe in the next month or a couple months yeah like but what is your what is your thought on that because i've obviously i think i think i mean obviously you want fans obviously but and i think the top leagues have to play just because solely because of the money they're getting paid like they have to figure out a way to play but obviously we've seen around the world uh some leagues have already been canceled um i know i know redditch their league got canceled. So they were, they were looking to get relegated actually, but now they've been saved. Um, they were a game or two from relegation. Yeah. And Con- like er- in an early confirmed relegation as well. Yeah. Like it was, they weren't having a season. <laughs> That's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you can't prepare for something like this. So um, at this point you just have to wait hope for the you know expect the worst hope for the best really and as far as continuing (laughs) i really don't know some people have been talking like liverpool won't get their title i don't think that's true i still think they'll give it to them yeah Um, i mean you you have to you still have to reward you can't just completely uh kill off the season you have to reward you have to reward people that deserve it and Okay, maybe the ones at the bottom might get off this, like get off for the season. They'll they'll be fine, but I think you always have to reward people for what they've done. I mean, what Liverpool have done is amazing. So, I mean, I guess at, at the end of the day, whether they actually get the reward or not, they should be recognized somehow. Right, you're gonna you're gonna have to cut off the you know season and leave it as it is you know whoever is first that's just the only realistic way you can't just take it away in my opinion but then again they're the ones to decide the board of directors or whatever so we'll see that's that's a tough decision it's not easy at all no 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 i i think i saw epl said uh they're looking towards i mean i could be wrong uh they're looking towards aiming for a early june start but even then they're not confident um, I mean, in my eyes, if, if things are the way they are now, what's going to change in like, you know, four weeks time and you can't keep putting it off, you know, eventually you're going to have, like you said, you're just going to have to call it. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, what a mess, what a mess. Like I wouldn't want to be at the head of this trying to make decisions. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so hard. So difficult. So to decide that. Yeah, man. I mean, I know here and. So, uh, for those that don't know, I'm in Germany now and Polly's back home in Iowa and the system here is up. uh, Germany has been doing really well with recovering from it. Uh, it looks like Bundesliga will be one of the first leagues to, uh, return in some way, but they've already ruled out fans for a whole year. Um, and like I said, you know, Bundesliga players, they got to play. Too much money is involved. I know there's still pay cuts, but from below the Bundesliga, it's kind of everything's just up in the air. I, I know second Liga, it, second Bundesliga is probably safe, 
but the third Bundesliga down right now, there's teams in the third Bundesliga, specifically, uh, specifically the one uh, KFC 05, or uh, it's in Crayfield. And they were a team that was like maybe two seasons ago, two or three seasons ago, were in the fifth league. And now they're all the way up to the third league. And so wow. they've made an amazing run. But now the, the stadium, like, uh, standards here in germany are really really strict so in the regional league when they were in the fourth tier their home stadium it's big but it's old it's fine it like it met the standard but you go up to the third tier and it didn't meet the standard so now they pay like something crazy like 1.5 million a season just to rent out a stadium really so they can't survive with no fans it's you know yeah it, Literally impossible. I mean, they have to make massive pay cuts. And so a lot of the clubs are in favor of just ending the season and um, no relegation. But the ones that are at the top, they're saying should get promoted. Right. It's, it's hard. I mean, like I said, you can't prepare for this. Is it fair to relegate the teams that have been at the bottom? No, because so much money is involved, like you said. And I can't even imagine, like, the Premier League, you know, with the TV revenue that they get just for being in the Premier League. Oh, imagine, you know, like, your Villa in your, what, were they 18th, right? You know, in that third relegation spot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, tough. Difficult. Real tough. Speaking of, uh, of the teams, what what tactic are you trying to pull out here at FC, Tur- uh, FC Turku? You know, I've always liked the four-three-three. You know, keep the ball, uh, work it into the box. That's just always how I've been. You know, technical midfielders, but you, you gotta see what you have first. You know, that's what I always decided by. Yeah, so I'm yeah. Having a now. Yeah, it's really. I'm having a tough time. Uh, I mean, I could go my classic four-three-three narrow and just go, you know, straight through teams. I think. But I kind of want to switch up and do a Redditch four four two diamond, Darren Byfield style. Oh. <laughs> he loved the diamond. I mean, it worked pretty well. Oh, he, he loved the diamond, but man, he loved the three five two even better. Even though there was no way we were going to be able to do it. <laughs> I mean, he made it pretty well known that he was a three in the back manager. I mean. Every every four games, at least once, we would try three in the back just because mm-hmm. he wanted to see if it worked. I, I, <laughs> I think that was you know the bit uh, one of one of the things that you know if you change your your formation so often, it, it just totally throws off your rhythm. Um, but besides that, I mean, what a tactician he was! Like he actually knew so much. Yeah, he was he was a genius, man. Him and Ruben and basically that entire staff he brought Delton in. I don't know if you ever met him. I mean, these guys have been around the sport since they were born, you know, and they've played in the Premier League. They've been around some guys that, you know, have seen continental play too. I mean, it's just they've been exposed to everything. They've seen everything. They've, you know, and learning from them was was special. And then bringing that back home, you know, it was a great experience. Yeah, I mean, along the along the way, as you're playing, you you come across obviously you're going to come across so many different managers, and you always want to pick up 
what you like about them and then what you wouldn't like what would you change so and you take that into your own because i mean at the end of the day i mean we're not just playing football manager because we like it but we also you know i think we both want to be managers or some form of a coach at one point you know um i mean fm definitely opened up my eyes to it um before before fm i like actually never wanted to be a coach and then here i am yeah you know the game's changed changed you yeah man. absolutely yeah man uh what like are you where are you in your season for turku oh let me have a look here uh towards the end yeah because finland Same, and those yeah. Scandinavian what po- wait in what position are they in right now they are in 10th, and the two relegation spots are 11 and 12. Oh, yikes. They're two points with the game in hand, so just got to stay safe, I guess. I, Hopefully. Yeah. I think we can do it. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I weirdly still follow the Finnish leagues, like especially the first and second one. Um, yeah. Look here now and then. Too, yeah. yeah. Man, it's, a, it's a really, really cool league. It's a really cool. But I'm pretty sure Turku won it this, season, this year. Are we, I'm pretty really? sure they won the last one, or they were at least in the top two or three. Um, wow, yeah, they have good players. I've always noticed that about them. They always have really quality players mm-hmm. that have played all over Germany. I don't know where their scouters are from, but no, they're doing. They're finding guys. Yeah, players. doing a good job. Yeah, man, I need. I really need a result here. I uh, got a game in three days, and we're just not doing well. I mean, I've had, I think I've, I've, I think I've played like three games with them, and uh, I mean, it hasn't been hasn't been great <laughs> so far. But it never starts like good right away. You always gotta ease into it. That's so true. It never does. I mean, because you join a team, you don't have the players you want. You know, if you want to play a certain system you got to deal with what you have you know i like to play with uh like two three playmakers you know guys that are good on the ball and sometimes i don't ever have any yeah oh man and then the when you're like a low when you're a low team it's so hard to try to like recruit the players that you need you just gotta make you gotta hope you can get some low knees hope Absolutely, absolutely. Oh. Well, I'm in this press conference here. You know, I gotta have the right answer all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, finish your press. Press are not uh, easy. Oh wait, is it? No, they're not. Is this your like your first press conference? Like introducing yourself? Yeah. Man, yeah. what a time. Oh, and I mean, with into Inter Turku, who was your who was your last finished team that you had? When we, um, I think it was, uh, who was it? VPS, but then I got sacked. Yes, yes, you got it. Was VPS, and I was Asu Ulu. And man, that that save in particular really, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget like it being in that just because of where we were and everything that was going on, the place that we were staying at. <laughs> I mean, it was. I look back at all of it, and I'm just like, "Wow, uh, what a what a journey!" We had that lady, and she would just bring us out coffee. We took over their their living room, 
and we just played FM all day. Every 15 minutes. I'm like, that's enough for today. She's like, you need more coffee? I'm like, I mean, sure. Why not? It was good coffee, though. Hey, no, it. New Zealand had great, great coffee. They really yeah. did. Yeah, really that's did. that right. is one of the things they do very, very well. But um, yeah, I mean, wow. I mean, FM not only takes you all over the world in the game, but for us, it's taken us all over the world in real life. <laughs> I mean, we would play for we would be in England playing for Nando's when our teams would match up. Loser would have to buy Nando's, and I mean, speaking of Nando's, right now during this time of lockdown and, you know, everything's ordered. Could you imagine having Nando's at your disposal? I honestly can't. I haven't tasted Nando's in so long. I, I forget. I forget yeah, man. the glory. Whole chicken, chips, and spicy rice. Or maybe super grain. That's my order. <laughs> <laughs> and they have that, what was it, like our bowl of veggies. I forget what it was. It was so good. That super grain was it we're not called super grain yeah that's what it was that's unbelievable was. unbelievable and then i remember there was a week uh <laughs> we tried uh we tried going vegan for like a week we saw some documentary and we would go to nando's like get a vegan meal <laughs> I, yeah. I hated myself for that <laughs> i look back at that and i hate myself <laughs> uh, good, good times time. for sure good times well i mean that that kind of covers our uh, covers our topics for the day. Have you given more thought into the managers you would be in quarantine with? I think so. I think so. Um, you said four managers I'd like to have dinner with. Yeah, not dinner, but quarantine. Like you'd be stuck. Yeah, oh, so quarantine. you're stuck for okay. you. You've been traveling. You now have to do quarantine with these four people because that's who you've been traveling with for 14 days. You can't really be with anybody else okay um one would for sure be diego simeone okay. i mean if there's one i'd love to play nice. for would be him you know um him for sure i'd, I'd have to go with pep mm -hmm. guardiola i mean that might be a pretty basic answer but you got to respect the guy no. and what he's done and what he's the player genius produced, absolute you know? genius um, I love Conte. He's at Inter now, but you know when he was at Chelsea, that three four three he perfected was fun to watch. And last one, like something like probably like Sean Dyche, oh, you know, just uh, that's park the bus. We're gonna pump it and still get, grind out the result. I yeah. like that. Dig deep. With my with my U fifteen boys, I coach. If I need to hold the one zero lead, I, you know, how do you? How do you keep that discipline, you know? <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's great. Especially, like, I mean, and if you're looking towards quarantine, if things were to get wrong, you would need someone like him. You know what I mean? In the household, you would need somebody like him oh, to yeah. really bunker down. <laughs> He's great, man. I mean, there's such a debate saying, like, oh, you know, Guardiola being a genius manager. Why isn't Sean Dyche ever yeah. in that conversation? You know, Burnley... Burnley, player-wise and talent-wise, are not a premiership team. They signed, like, two guys a year for less mm -hmm. than 10 mil. And, 
you know, they're never any special players, and he's still always beating the top six every now and then, being in, like, the top half, staying in the prem year in, year out. You know, you got – for me, like, it's an argument. Is that really what a genius manager is? Because anybody can be successful with City, not trying to bash Guardiola in any way. He's a genius. But I could walk into Man City and – win games you know what i mean I, I you don't even need to tell the guys anything they're such established pros yeah i mean like it obviously it's more about the entire season but you know anyone if pep guardiola was suspended for a season i mean not a season a, a game and some average joe just had to walk in and take over for the day like he might be all right because he just has like a really good squad yeah long term obviously different yeah. long term of course but you gotta respect what Sean Dyche has done I mean the guy is amazing him and like other guys like Eddie Howe mm-hmm. Bournemouth bringing from Leeds yeah I love too. Eddie Howe I love the young guys amazing. as well you know you love to see like a young ambitious manager that's up in the top league doing really well um yeah that's oh, yeah. that's that's why my managers that I'd be in quarantine with are I know he didn't have a long managerial career but I want Roy Keane in there, someone that's just willing to do the dirty work, you know, and people are scared of him. You don't want to mess with them. So he's just there. Uh, Mourinho, because he's just my favorite tactician. I would love to pick his brain. And Sir Alex, Sir Alex, like he can build a legacy. And something about Sir Alex's career that's really cool is that no one really gives enough notice of his assistant managers because he was – Sir Alex is like a he's an old school guy, but he would always have like a fresh man like assistant who would kind of keep the tactics up to date. So he's there to just keep right. everyone together. And then lastly, Julian Nagelsmann, uh, the German wonder manager right now. Uh, yeah, you've got the legend and the wonder coach in there. <laughs> So those are my four. Uh, we would like to hear what you know. What four managers you guys would uh, spend quarantine with? You can send them in to us. Uh, we can post them up, or maybe we'll talk about them in the next episode. But um, yeah, I mean that kind of concludes our first episode of all things footy. Um, I had fun. I think that was a it was a fun talk as always. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, uh, and you know tune back in next week. Uh, we're going to try to release one podcast weekly. Uh, we don't really have a particular day. We're just kind of very up in the flow and uh, follow us on Instagram at tactical clever football. And we're also going to do one shout out a week of a footy movement out there that we like. There's tons, there's tons of, I mean, you guys got really got to go look at them. I mean, uh, if you just go on Instagram, whatever it is, that's usually where I find them. But uh, un- at unwanted it's these brothers one's actually in Germany's in Nuremberg I talked to them and then one's in Australia and they take jerseys and they re uh, they use them and make things out of them so I have like a Barcelona tote bag that from them that's unreal I love it I use it all the time for my groceries go in the park but go check them out at uh, at unwanted and there's no a so u-n-w-n-t-e-d go follow them check them out And uh, also check us out. And thank you.